This is Alumni Allowed, a podcast by Graduate Center students for Graduate Center students. In each episode, we talk with a GC graduate about their career path, the ins and outs of their current position, and the career advice they have for students. This series is sponsored by the Graduate Center's Office of Career Planning and Professional Development. Welcome to another edition of Alumni Allowed. We are here with Liam Sweeney. Liam, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So what questions drove your research at the CUNY Graduate Center? So, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm actually in my second uh, program at the CUNY Graduate Center right now. So I finished up a Master's of Arts in uh, liberal studies with a focus in data visualization in 2018. Uh, and then last year I started a master's of science in data science. I would say that I was really drawn to the MALS program uh, at the grad center because of its interdisciplinary nature. And, you know, I had an interest in exploring a lot of different topics. I got really interested in qualitative sociology as well as kind of visualizing data and things like that. So there just aren't a lot of other types of programs where you can take a broad approach to uh, different ways of of analyzing evidence and gathering evidence and exploring mixed methods um, approaches to research. When it comes to my specific uh, research questions, you know, I, I find that the degree dovetailed really nicely with my uh, career, where I am working at a nonprofit research firm, Ithaca SNR. It's a sister company to JSTOR. And I, I do a lot of research around um, issue, labor issues in the cultural sector. So I found that, you know, by by being in this program, I was able to improve my 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 research skills and then also apply what I was learning in uh, in the program to research questions that were emerging at work for me specifically around issues of you know diversity equity inclusion and access in the cultural sector um, and even more specifically uh, you know when it comes to representation in the workforce. So we have something in common. I'm also a MALS graduate. I was in the MALS program before I started my uh, PhD in history at the grad center. So it seems like there's there's this connection. You were drawn to MALS because it, it enabled you to continue to work on stuff that you were already doing at your job. So when did you first make the decision to pursue a career at an institution that helps academic and cultural communities? And what steps did you take along your path to end up as a senior uh, analyst at Ithaca SNR? Yeah, um, yeah, maybe you'll identify with this. But when I was in undergrad, I was really interested in um, pursuing an, a graduate degree in the humanities. And as I set down that course, I found all kinds of barriers around, around, you know, compensation around, you know, job placement, I had friends who were in grad programs who were struggling a lot at that time. I, I graduated uh, college and undergrad in 2011. So, 
Yeah, so I found that I really wanted to work in a sector that was, you know, trying to study the barriers and challenges that that higher education and the humanities and the cultural sector are facing. And that's what draw, drew me to uh, work at, at Ithaca SNR and get involved in doing research about these institutions, you know, rather than, you know, the sort of within the discipline of of an academic field and yeah and and then once i got in there i guess i found my way to different projects that interested me and and it really becomes a uh, you know the portfolio grows based on you know ideas you have for projects and then whether you can find funders to to engage with to fund those projects and uh and partners institutional partners to work with on them so you had this passionate passion for the humanities and kind of the and fighting against the barriers that are faced by humanities graduates and the sort of career paths that they can take. So this is rooted back to your experience in undergrad. But were there any other career paths that you considered uh, before ending up at uh, Ithaca? Yeah, certainly. I mean, I've also, you know, have a real interest in technology and learning, you know, programming languages and learning, um, learning where the intersections of emerging opportunities in the economy and technology you know where they intersect so i yeah so i i do you know have that have that interest as well and you know could have ended up going in that direction and it just kind of broke in a way where i i ended up doing more sociology based institutional research so you you have this interest in technology and how technology is it's shaping the world we live in, but you made this decision to choose this path to where you're kind of helping uh, humanities, uh, people with humanities degrees and institutions that are giving out degrees with their research and kind of these labor issues that are associated with what's going on in the cultural sphere. Uh, so what role did the Graduate Center have in your intellectual development and how did your experiences at the GC transform you into the senior analyst that you are today? Yeah, I think that the Graduate Center just has a really amazing faculty. I had great experiences with uh, some folks in, you know, sociology department, political science, you know, and and the digital humanities and and all of that. I found that, you know, this isn't for everybody, but my my approach to getting this to getting to getting degrees from the Grad Center has been to do it very slowly. <laughs> so I take like one class a semester, you know, while I'm working full time. And it's sort of like an extracurricular thing for me. And, and that way I don't, you know, burn out ideally. But it's nice because, you know, the research questions and competencies evolve differently when you're kind of like in a prolonged engagement with an academic institution. And then the other thing I'll say is I think the Minna Reese is just a great library and I really love having access to an academic library and, and all of those resources and the librarians who are able to, you know, direct you and guide your research questions by by connecting you with resources. So those types of academic resources I, I find I, I find myself very lost without them, I guess. And and now I have to say I'm I'm really pleased to have some of the resources that, you know, the, the computer science uh, department has in terms of learning tools for developing, you know, further coding literacy and 
data literacy. So, uh, so that includes like, you know, subscriptions to, to, you know, data camp and, and, and these kinds of like resources that are, are more independent learning platforms. So yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'd say the faculty, the academic resources, um, are both really important to me. So you've developed these connections with the faculty, you've, you've learned from them, and I agree with you that both the faculty, the library, and the academic resources at the Grad Center are really great, and they help uh, along with your intellectual development. They allow you to pursue uh, various routes and where you want to go, what you want to learn more about, how you want to develop your skills and your talents. Uh, but what you were doing is you were working at the same time that you were you're pursuing your uh, degree and you're doing the same thing as you're getting your second master's at the grad center. So what were some of the challenges you encountered as you entered graduate school while continuing your career outside the academy? Yeah, you know, I would say there there have been challenges in the sense, in, in some cases, because, you know, in the in the academic context, it's really a lot of oftentimes faculty are just really encouraging for you to pursue what you're interested in. And and there isn't really a need for that to be always be, you know, adopted in a sector or, you know, deeply engaged with uh, by, by other institutions. And for me at work, you know, I have a lot of considerations around you know, how to build institutional partnerships and how to, you know, produce work that will be valued in the field. And so you have to kind of like toggle between these imaginative processes of, you know, developing projects and interests like uh, in a a little bit more of a secured environment that you get in the in the academy versus when you're when you're working in the field, having to be be much more pragmatic about like how things are going to be useful to your constituents. So um, I would say that's a bit of a, an interesting and a productive tension that exists between the two spaces. And, and I think it helps to have like a space that's more imaginative and, and expansive in terms of like the projects you come up with in a, in a seminar, in a, in a class in the, in, in grad school. And then, you know, that can find its way into, you know, having creative solutions that are relevant to industry. So the graduate center, you have more of an opportunity to explore your own interests, what you want to research, what you want to do while at work, you have to deliver results to your constituents and you, you can't just veer off in a direction on your own. So it's the, the type of research that you do is different. So you got to balance that out between school and work. That makes a lot of sense. So what would you recommend to current graduate students interested in pursuing a career working at an institution that helps academic and cultural communities? I think that writing on, on this subject is, is really valuable. Um, if you're, if you see a, a opportunity to make some kind of intervention, you know, finding places to write up those ideas and, and get them out there can make you a, you know, an, an expert on a subject matter that uh, on a subject that matters a lot to to people in the industry. So so, you know, in order to do that, I think you have to be really engaged in the conversations that are happening in the sector and and for that you know, going to conferences and, you know, networking and connecting with 
thought leaders in in the field you're interested in or uh, is really valuable. And I'd say often these types of interventions happen like like deep in the weeds. So, you know, it could be if you're if the interest is in technology, you know, like understanding, you know, the ins and outs of learning management systems, for instance, might be a really valuable thing for creating like an intervention with uh, like online learning, the evolution of online learning or something like that. So I just think, um, yeah, getting in the weeds and finding something to write about and, and an audience for, for your writing is, is really valuable. So doing your own research, both in kind of not just research like online, but in person, getting to know people who are working in the field, developing these sort of connections, and then doing writing on this and expanding on what you've learned is a sort of a key factor if you want to make the transition to working in the field that you want to work in. So I just want to thank you so much uh, for joining us on Alumni Allowed. Do you have any final word uh, for our listeners? Yeah, just as you were saying that, I was thinking of uh, uh, something I, I heard recently from um, from a journalist, actually, it was a sports journalist who said something about um, like how to differentiate yourself from, you know, your, your, from other folks trying to do the same thing, who said like being there, like having a physical presence in a place where, you know, some news is happening is, is really undervalued. And uh, because you, then your perspective becomes something that other people don't have it's something that's it's a it's special kind of evidence and so you know I think that finding ways to you know find what's available to to you if it's a particular museum you're a member of you want to get deep more involved in or a or an institution that you're an alumni of or or something like that you know there may be special opportunities for you to be the person who is well positioned to develop insights about, you know, the field that you're interested in. And, and so being physically there, I think is, is valuable too. So at the end of the day, showing up places where things are happening at institutions where new ideas are being put out there is key to kind of taking this next step in your career and, and standing out as an individual. That sounds like great advice to me. So I just want to thank you again for joining us on Alumni Allowed and, uh, We'll, we'll hopefully we'll uh, see some of your research in the future. Great. Thanks so much, Jack. Really nice talking to you. Great talking to you as well.